Louise Kirby joins us today on our takeover. Morning, Louise. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. That's all right. So dog training is your speciality. It is. It is indeed, yeah. So how did we come to the discovery of dog training then? Well, I've been writing about dogs for years and then I wanted to make sure about the accuracy of the information that I was writing. So at the beginning of the first lockdown, I retrained. I I, I retrained in a different style of dog training which has been really, really successful. It's, a, it's just a fantastic way to, to train a dog. Um, and then I kind of, can you just come and look at this, Louise? Can you just come and help me with this dog? And then before you know it, you've got a dog training business. So that's how I got started, really. It's, it's, been, it's been a ball. It's been a blast. Love of dogs, then. How did this come to you? I've always loved dogs. Always. I have five. Always loved dogs. Um, and I've always sought to understand what's going on with them. One of the things I find as a dog trainer is the human narrative that people put on their dog's behaviour. He's doing this because he thinks he's a Rottweiler or he's doing this because he's protecting me or or he's doing this because he's a rescue. That's very rarely the case. So it, it's absolutely fascinating. I, I specialise in reactive dogs and do a lot of... Most of my work is more dog behaviour than actual dog training, which it, there is a difference. So, yeah. So the love of dogs has been there for a long time? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never met a dog I didn't like, never met a dog I couldn't train. Okay, there you are. It's always a challenge for you every day, is it? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You specialise in what? In reactive dogs. So the majority of the work I do is for owners who have reactive dogs. So reactivity, it can look different for different dogs. So, But mainly you're looking at dogs that are lunging and barking at other dogs when they see them or uh, lunging and barking at visitors when they come in the house. So most of the work I do is is around that area because it's a lot more dog behaviour than dog training. You can't train out reactivity. You have to look at what's going on under the bonnet and you have to kind of work out where the dog is emotionally before you can start to unpick this behaviour. So why are they barking at other dogs, for instance? That is a huge question. Okay, so... The majority of of dogs, again, I wouldn't say the majority, but it is a huge question. Dogs lunge and bark at other dogs for two reasons, okay? It could be frustration. So if you have a dog that just wants to go and visit every other dog or they want to run up to people or something like that, they could be lunging and barking out of just frustration. I want to get involved. Or, and this is more often, they're lunging and barking at the other dog to get them to stay away. Now, a lot of people misinterpret that and they think, mm, my dog oh, he just wants to go and play and, and he's running up to that other dog because he, he wants to just play with them. But they run up to other dogs to assess the threat level. And if the meeting goes well, then, OK, you might get a play out of them. But quite often, if the dog is reactive, then you're going to get this other dog is going to harass the dog that it's run up to or it's going to bark in its face or jump at the owner or something like that. And that is very, very stressful for everybody, for the for the person on the receiving end and for the owner of the reactive dog. So it's so to go back to your original question, it can be fear-based or it can be frustration. So how do you know the difference between fear and play? It's it's very difficult to pick because the, for a dog they have a very limited repertoire of behaviors and they and the output behavior for fear and the output behavior for aggression do look very similar. So this is why you can't just say okay, you need to yank the dog's lead to get it to stop it doing that or whatever. You have to do some work. You have to look at what is going on 
in that dog's brain as and and kind of do an assessment to find out whether it is fear-based or whether it's just frustration because the behaviours do look very similar. Louise Kirby joins us today. We're talking about dog training here, uh, which is uh, quite an, a, a big wide world, isn't it, really? It's, it's a huge subject and it's also a, a hot topic because there's we've never had so many dogs in this country before. I mean, lockdown seemed to be everybody got a dog, okay, and then... In a kind of way, people just didn't realise they were going to have to go back to work. So obviously now the rescues are struggling as well. Um, a lot of people think the reactivity that they're, they're experiencing is because they didn't socialise their dog. That's not the case. But a, a lot of people will start their conversations with me, whereas I bought the dog in lockdown. And they do feel a little bit ashamed about that. You know, I bought it in lockdown like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You've just got a dog and we need to resolve its issues and it's not because you didn't socialise it properly and it's not because you didn't get out during lockdown. So how can we, uh, when we approach someone, for instance, with a dog, behave? Um, well, I'm going to say you really shouldn't, OK? So right. first of all, when, you, when you're out with your dog, your dog should not be visiting other dogs, OK? It should be staying with you. Now, one of the things some trainers and some people focus on is recall. They go, oh, OK, the, the dog must recall and must come back but the better way to build that is proximity and recall is kind of the third um, wheel of that of that behavior if you want so we work on proximity so when you're out with your dog your dog stays with you unless you give it what's called a pre-mac cue that it can then walk on so for my dogs if I'm at the park with my dogs um, they'll be even off lead they'll stay with me unless I go okay walk on and then they can go off and do dog stuff so they then, they, you know, and then their recall is built on top of that, okay? So they're only leaving my side when I've decided it's all right. So they haven't decided, okay, I'm going to chase that squirrel or I'm going to go and visit that dog or I'm going to do this. It's when I've decided it's okay for you to run on and it's safe, then you can go and run on. And then the recall is built on top of that. As for people approaching other dogs, it's a, they shouldn't really. I mean, there's no nice way to say it. People have this idea that that um, every dog and every person is going to get on. Quite often, dogs find a, a stranger approaching them quite stressful. Um, and they again, they might jump, they might react to that person. Or if your dog is a passive coper, then they might tail down, they might drop, they might go behind you. When you're out with your dog, your dog needs to mind their own business and as in not interfere with other people's dogs and people kind of need to give you the same space as well because you might want to go and chat to everybody else but your dog probably doesn't and this is kind of there's this massive etiquette issue out there it's a bit like the wild west out there at the moment with people not quite sure some people just letting their dogs go crazy and run around all over the place and 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 it is causing havoc with with people who are trying to manage reactivity and nervousness um and that kind of behaviour in their dog. There always seems to be a stigma. Oh, go and go and say hello to that dog, you know, or go and have a play or something yeah, like yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah, and again, so there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, if you have a... Let's talk about puppies, OK? Say you have a new puppy and you're really pleased with it and you take your dog out and you, people have this idea that to socialise this puppy, you should then take it up to meet every dog you see, OK? And that somehow the, the, the puppy is going to go, oh, OK, I get this. I shouldn't bark at these dogs. All these other dogs are, are lovely. But 
what could happen is you're putting your puppy in a situation, an unpredictable situation. So if they run up to this other dog and this other and older dogs don't really like puppies very much because they they don't have the etiquette, they don't have the meet and greet in place that you, you know when you see a dog and it, it, they sniff each other's at faces, their ends, then they bow. Puppies just tend to go in at 90 miles an hour, so that can be upsetting to an older dog. If that older dog then pins the puppy down and barks in his face, some people will go, okay, well, the puppy needs to learn. The only thing the puppy's learnt from that interaction is that other dogs are scary and frightening and unpredictable. And from that, then you start to grow your reactive barker. So rather than push your dog into all these these faces of other dogs, etc., you should be working on that dog's confidence at home and teaching your puppy that other dogs are none of his business. And, and again, um, when you're out, really, unless you know the other dog you're approaching, it, it's not a good idea. You just... Because if it goes wrong, the out the damage it can do to your dog's confidence and possibly that other dog um, can be huge. You are a bit like human beings, really, aren't they? Absolutely, absolutely, they are more than you would. Once you actually start to get and, and you really start to analyse dog behaviour, it's absolutely fascinating. And yeah, it is exactly like you wouldn't run up around in town hugging everybody you met in town, or you wouldn't want people in town coming up and going, oh, can I just touch you? You're just like, well, actually, no, that's a bit weird. I don't like that. Your dog doesn't like it either. And I'm going to say, how do we unpick a dog's behaviour then? So talking about reactive dogs, how again, it's a really big subject. So let's assume that the dog is reactive because it's worried by the presence of other dogs, okay, um, which is very, very common. The first thing we would do is, is look at the concepts that are driving that behaviour, okay, not necessarily the output behaviour, which is the barking and lunging at other dogs, we would kind of go back a step and we look at why does the dog feel why he the, the need to do that. And quite often it, it's a confidence thing. It, the dog is slightly pessimistic about what's happening. Um, a huge part of that is rehearsal. So the first thing we would do is we would teach the dog, we would calm the dog down. We would help the dog empty its emotional bucket, which is a concept um, not many people use around their dogs but it's that exactly the same as people a dog can have an emotional bucket that fills up very quickly and then you get an output behavior so think child having a tantrum so the first thing we would do is we would put in place a calming protocol for that dog we would then look at the dog's overall behavior and decide what concepts are driving this behavior so it could be lack of confidence so we would then start working at home on building the dog's confidence we might stop walking the dog because if they are going out every day rehearsing barking at other dogs, then it's very difficult to unpick that behaviour if they're still practising it every day. So we would ditch the routine, possibly stop walking the dog while we, we um, start to build their confidence and then we would gently reintroduce the environment at a pace the dog could cope with while we've been working on the key skills of proximity, um, a pre-MAQ and recall. It is a minefield. It is. It's, it is a huge subject and I really haven't done it justice. And to be honest, I could keep you here all day talking about dog behaviour. <laughs> well, let's invite you back in the very that near future uh, to uh, ask some common questions that you get asked. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So have a think about that over the next uh, few weeks or so, uh, whilst uh, we uh, get Louise back in for uh, a bit of a chat. So if anyone is interesting on using your particular services, 
tell us how we get hold of you. Um, well, I have a website which um, is Louise Kirby Dog Trainer. It's not very um, imaginative, but it, it does what it says on the tin. Mm-hmm. So I, it's um, Louise Kirby Dog Trainer.co.uk. I have a Facebook page which is Louise Kirby Dog Trainer, um, or you can email me at woof at Louise Kirby Dog Trainer. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Louise, fascinating subject. And uh, yeah, please do come back and have a chat. Super. I look forward to it.